I'm sort of the rock star. Chris Wendelkin, and this is On the Line. The NBA season is back. Uh, what's better than that? If you're new to the show, you can tweet at me at onthelign underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Check out uh, previous episodes, old drafts, deep dives. It's all up there. Last, if you could please rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. I greatly appreciate it. All right, guys, this is it. The NBA season is here. It's opening night. What's better than that? Uh, Super excited to do a quick, quick, quick little opening night preview for you. Um, Ben and I are also going to talk about our our fantasy basketball draft, which just wrapped. Uh, Then we're going to quickly talk about the Pelicans and the Raptors and then the Lakers and Clippers. Opening night, it's here. We've waited, we've waited, we've waited. The NBA season is back. I'm super stoked. Here's the conversation with the one, the only, Ben Craw. All right, we're back on the line. Uh, my co-host from Philadelphia, Ben Craw. BC, we have just completed a fantasy basketball draft. The uh, wow. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. The NBA season opens tonight with uh, the New Orleans Pelicans playing the Toronto Raptors. Then in the nightcap, we have the Lakers and the Clippers squaring off. So much is going on in the basketball universe. We have a lot to unpack. We, uh, I wanted to do a quick little micro pod with you here today um, just to touch base and kind of celebrate the, uh, the start of the new NBA season and uh, talk about the crazy fantasy draft that we just had. So how are you feeling? My goodness, uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty close to normal. Yeah. Uh, not not quite there yet. Uh, I'm wondering how what your emotional, physical, psychological state is. Have you sure. come down at all from you know the the, the state that, that we that we were both in uh, mere mere yeah. minutes ago as yeah. we completed our our draft? Yeah, it's funny, man. Like I actually had a very like sober kind of experience hmm. really? um yeah and it, it, I, 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 it yeah i i i i it's probably like the most like level um i i've had a really really crazy busy few days hmm. and uh it like I, I as a result of that i didn't have as much time as usual to prep for the draft and i think it was uh. actually it was a really good thing for me course, because it yeah. meant that like i just kind of had to like hop into my research and just like do the research and then just like accept the team that i put together and uh because i had like a bunch of work to do i i you know was like wasn't going to have a drink during the draft and uh so it was just like a very like kind of like sober get my guys you know and and then like move on with my team and it was I feel great. I actually feel really, really excited about my team. I have no idea if my team is any good. I have a feeling my team is awful. But um, I don't know. I think we've talked about it. Like my guiding principle with this stuff is always just uh, I just want to have a team that I like. Like I, mm-hmm. I just want to have like a team of guys that I love following yeah. their season. And yeah. like that is my only metric for um, – like determining whether or not I put together a good team. And like, I'm just glancing at my roster now and I'm like, Oh, this is going to be so fun. I get to follow this guy and that guy. Yeah. And that guy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Fantasy fantasy basketball is so much fun. Yeah, um, it is the best. Uh, yeah. I mean, should we get into some specifics here? Because you say, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that I think that the way you describe that is, yeah. Definitely the best way to go about it. It's certainly never the way that I go about it. Yeah. Because, well, I, um, b- b- before we talk about uh, rosters, like literally, let me ask you the same question. How are you feeling uh, just like stepping out of the experience that we just had? I, I'm definitely feeling very good about my team. Yeah. I'm happy with who I landed on. Um, there were definitely a few extremely tense moments in there. Uh-huh. Uh, got got the old countdown, 10 second countdown clock a couple times. Uh, which you know jacks the blood pressure, you know a good uh, five hundred levels. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, like you said, I am really excited about getting to watch these yeah. players. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I do a lot of planning and and research, and I listen to a lot of fucking fantasy basketball podcasts, yeah. like trying to figure out you know the angles. And then when you're in the moment. We should all, I mean, we don't have to get into the specifics uh, of our league, but it's a very kind of goofy backwards league. It's not a, a standard, uh, you know, it's 14 teams. We have a, a keeper for each team. Um, there's different, we have 11 categories. Uh, so it's not your standard. So everything's like a little thrown off from like when you're doing like a mock draft or whatever, or you're, or you're trying to plan like a normal draft. As soon as you actually get into one of our dra- drafts, every year it's the same way where everything just goes out the window. Someone makes a wild pick in round one and you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, I, yeah, my, yeah. my whole plan is, is completely Thrown. blown to smithereens yeah, yeah. and I have to just improvise. So in those moments, um, I find that, uh, you know, more often than not, I'm, I'm always just landing on the guy that speaks to me deep in my heart yep. more than like the guy that makes sense for my roster. Yeah. Uh, the guy that I that I researched, you know, would be... Yep you know, a few rounds more value or whatever. No, at, at the end of the day, I'm panicking and I'm and I'm reaching for the guy that makes me feel warm and comfortable and secure. Uh, and, and uh, you know, that's just sort of, that's just always the way things go for me. Yeah, so let's talk specifics. You know, it, it's funny, like, um, I think my process uh, makes sense when I tell you this, but like, in these draft situations, and especially today, I kind of had blinders on a little bit mm-hmm. uh, as to like what else was happening around me, mm, and, uh, interesting. and 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 part of that is just because like um, I didn't get around to as much research as I normally would have, so it was kind of I just like really needed to be kind of like locked in on like what I was doing and who I was mm. selecting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, like, I don't really know who took who, you know, other than like, I know the players I selected and, and, and basically like after I chose a player, I kind of mm-hmm. like tuned out a little bit until like I was back on the clock and then I was like, okay, now it's me, you know? Hmm. So I couldn't really tell you who's on your team. Um, so I will be interested to hear your roster, but let me give you the rundown of my squad real quick, and then I want to hear yeah. yours. I was going to say, it's interesting that you didn't have as much like research and strategy going in, because it certainly seemed like you did. Yeah, I mean, um, when, when, I, when I say... <laughs> you, you had... It's all, you, it's you all had, relative. It's all yeah. relative, you know what I mean? Like, Cause I, I, as, I, I've, as, spent, I've spent, in, in the past, I've spent like months and months like sure. doing research. So when I say yeah, like yeah. I didn't do as much research as usual, like take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you um, you certainly seem to have uh, yeah, a, a general for. approach, yeah. Um, yeah. which uh, which we will describe as 
Maybe a, a bit of a fetish, perhaps? <laughs> well, that's... An, an approach slash fetish, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. say. Um, all right. Well, here's my roster. Uh, let me give it to you real quick. I have yeah. on my team, very excited about, Chris Paul. Um, mm. the, on the line... Well, wait, do you want to go round by round? Should we, should we start with your, your first round keeper selection? And then, I don't know, is that... Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Too yeah. difficult, or I, th- I sort of feel like it's more fun to go like you know who round you by round, one by one. Yeah. Okay. Great. So let me pull up my keeper for my fantasy team is Joel Embiid, mm, and then great, great keeper. And so all the keepers go into round one. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if things seem like a little off in terms of like my second round pick, my fourth round pick, everything is basically everything is completely fucking sideways. Yeah, yeah, everything's happening around later than it might sound like it would normally happen in another right. league. Anyways, uh, I, I kept Embiid, um, and then I, in the first round I went with Andre Drummond, one of my favorite players. Right off the bat, a I would say the first bombshell that dropped yeah. in in our draft. You I took knew, him, yeah, ahead of yeah. LeBron. Um, yeah, I I just knew, I, I, like I just knew what I wanted. You know what I mean? I just knew sure. what I wanted, and I knew actually that I could. And you s- had some experience with Andre from from yes. last season. Yes, I've had Andre. I've had experience with Andre over the last few years. Um, but I knew, you know, like I, 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 I could just kind of see the tea leaves uh, from a few days ago when the when the draft order was posted that it was like, oh, I'm going to have a shot at Drummond and it's going to mm. mean I'm going to have to pass up X, Y and Z. And yeah, I can. And live- so you never thought like, oh, LeBron or Lillard, you like you were locked no. in on on Drummo. Uh, no, I definitely thought pretty hard about those guys. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's the same thing that you were talking about. It's like, I know who I want to get in bed with. And it's and it's like Andre <laughs> Drummond, you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, first round, I went with Andre Drummond. Um, then I took uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. Um, now, then, keep in mind, your keeper is a center. That's right. Your first selection um, non-keeper was a center. Your that's second right. selection, also a center. Now, we uh, play in a league that has a maximum of four center slots. Um, so you can only have four total centers on your roster. Right. And you went center, 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 your first three, first three slots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty, then, pretty outstandingly yeah. uh, aggressive. <laughs> and then in the fourth round... There was for me only one guy to select. I kind of had my eye on him, and uh, I imagine. Hang on, you let did me too. guess. Yeah, <laughs> was it was it another center? It was, and it's uh, amazing. A, a, a guy that we've discussed on this podcast <laughs> at length, yeah. and that's Mitchell Robinson. Um, uh, yeah, a guy I'm just super excited about. Um, I took yeah. him. You know, definitely a few slots early uh, than, you know, like where his like value or whatever was supposed to be. But it was like, I, I mean, not necessarily, because yeah. overall, if you include our keep around, you, you got him at pick 48, right. which I think, I mean, people are talking about taking him, you know, top 15, top 20. Yeah. You know, like, it, like, actually, I, I, I think that's, that's I think, I think, you know, potentially a great value. Fair. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's pretty fair. Um so you uh, maxed out your first, four, you, you maxed out your your center slots within your first four picks. So you had no other guards, yeah. small forward, power forward, nothing, <laughs> nothing on your roster at this point except for centers. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, again, I, I, my my guiding principle is pretty simple. It's like 
those are just the most fun players to watch. Like those are the players I, yeah. I enjoy watching most. So yeah. I will and, just and honestly, like, them. Yeah. Watching, watching our, our boy Mitch uh, go off the board uh, broke my heart, obviously, yeah. but I had a feeling I wasn't going to get him this season. Oh really? And yeah. when I saw, when I saw you take him, I was actually, I was actually relieved and yeah. happy yeah. because all I really wanted was for him to have a good home. Yes. And I, I and I know that it's uh, going to be a very uh, good marriage. I'm, you know, yeah, above anyone else in the league, you are, a general manager who will who will take care of our of our I, son Mitchell. Totally. I love my players. That's I will say that's one trait I think that's like uh probably coming through in this podcast like I just want to I mean team he up. is an OTL All-Star. He's, He's an OTL All-Star. He yeah. might have been the number 1 pick I think in our OTL oh, yeah, All-Star all, draft. All OTL team. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um you know, I love my players. So I will say, you know, a theme throughout my entire roster is like just patience. Like I, I, I've thought about all of these players. So, you know what I mean? Like if I'm, I'm sure I'm certain there are going to be nights where Mitchell Robinson only plays like 10 minutes. Sure. And, yeah. He might get into some foul trouble. I yeah. couldn't be more excited for those moments of growth. Like I am mm-hmm. in this to win this in terms of Mitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether my team is good or bad is not really important to me. What matters is like love, like having love on my team. Um, unsinkable Molly Brown, um, who is, of, Molly of course, Brown. Your, your team name, yeah. is, a, is a woman who preaches love That's and right. she preaches patience. That's right. That's right. All right. So the first four rounds, Embiid, Drummond, Valanchunas, Mitch Robinson. And then in the fifth round, I started addressing some of the other positions, filling out my roster. I went with Chris Paul, Oklahoma City's point guard, Chris Paul in the fifth round. An amazing pick, by the way. Like, yeah. great. Uh, you know, if that guy stays healthy, like, that is huge value. He was definitely you know, on, you know, on, yeah. my, on my radar. Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, you know, I, I, he's a he's an enigma, but I wonder kind of if this is maybe the year Chris Paul becomes, like, a little bit likable. Like, you know, small market team, Oklahoma City, like... I wouldn't say I likable, know. but he could definitely... He could be know, valuable. Re- re- ...return to some past glory. I, I think that's... Great. Yeah. Great. And then I was delighted, absolutely delighted in the sixth round (laughs) when one of my favorite players, a very tall, thick man, Derek Favors, who's a power forward. So he's listed as a power forward, even though he's he's clearly going to be playing the center position for the New Orleans Pelicans. He's He's listed as a power forward. He's a classic four. So you basically hacked the system. You broke ESPN's max four center rule by picking a fifth center with your sixth overall pick look you can call, you can say whatever you want i am i think it's a wonderful system that espn has and i am excited to play Derek favors at the four where he is comfortable playing just park him out on the post in the low block uh he's gonna be great very excited about Derek favors and then in round seven i get another Derek and an all otl all-star another all OTLer. It's Someone incredible. whose hair we have talked about at length on this podcast, and that, of course, is San Antonio point guard Derek White. Mm-hmm. My, oh my, Derek White, who, of course, Ben, we have talked about at length. He A first-team a first all-OTLer, I believe. What we love about Derek is he has fantastic hair. It's incredibly curly. He makes very few mistakes, and mm. he does a little bit of everything. Uh, yep. He likes to pass a little bit. He likes to rebound a little bit for his size. He likes to shoot a little bit. He likes to be efficient. 
And might get you a couple blocks every yeah, now and then. He wants to steal yep. the ball, uh, steal the ball every now and then. We, I, I just, I think Derek is a is, is a perfect complement for this team. And then uh, in round eight, I added another guard that would be Goran Dragic, coming off mm. a, a coming off a, a knee, a cranky knee injury last year. Hoping he has a bit of a bounce back yeah, season. Definitely a big bounce back candidate right there, right. old man Drago. And then um, in round nine, someone I'm very excited about is Justice Winslow, a small mm. forward for the Miami Heat. Ben, this is a guy that I just I I, I don't know. I had I had my eye on him. Um, I think he can do a little bit of everything. He can kind of play the point guard from the small forward spot. You know, he likes right. to distribute listed, the ball. Importantly, listed as a small forward, but he's really a, a point guard yeah. uh, uh, in, in kind of in practice. So I think that's a... Um, a nice guy that you can like slot in to get some point guard stats yeah. from a small forward position. Yeah, exactly, nice. exactly. And then in round ten, I I, I grabbed a youngster, someone I'm I'm real excited about, um, mm. and that's Darius Garland for the Cleveland Cavaliers, point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. Um, a lot of upside there. Yeah. I actually snagged him in in the other league that oh, I'm in. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real curious. Um, you know, I think he's going to get a pl- plenty of opportunity, and of course, like I said, you know, with with uh, the unsink uh, the unsinkable Molly Brown, you know, we we practice patience. Yeah, um, I was going to say he's a guy that will require patience, but l- fortunately, well, you have that in abundance. Again, this is uh this is a marriage of of roster and and, and management here with the unsinkable Molly Brown. Molly will give Darius Garland all the leash he needs. Um, he's not gonna. He's not getting dropped in those first week or two. Oh heck uh, no, heck no, no. no. And then Ben in round eleven, there could be only one man to play the shooting guard on this Molly squad. Unbelievable, unbelievable snag in round eleven. I couldn't believe this guy was still on the board. I, well, I, I honestly, I, I kicked myself when I saw this name come up. He's a rock star. He's a. Uh, he's the rock star, really. He, he's the rock star. He is a high-performing individual. That's JJ Redick of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, very excited. Also. Ben. Yeah. Also an all OTLer, if I'm not mistaken. All you, OTLer. You, you really did base your fantasy basketball draft on our all OTL team yeah. uh, draft, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, there should have been no secret. Like, like <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you should know my draft strategy, um, which yeah. is basically I'm just going to draft guys that I love and who are weird and who do weird things and say weird things and play interestingly on the court. So JJ yeah. Redick, I'm very excited about. You're gonna be you're gonna be buying yourself a neon red oh, cherry bomber a bomb, jacket, a red um, cherry bomber jacket in no time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about him. I think he's going to have tons of opportunity down there playing with the Pelicans. They they really do need a spot-up outside shooter to kind of space and stretch the floor. So I think J- J.J. Um, could you know re- potentially have like a great season uh, down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. in round 12, I took the uh, small forward, power forward for the Brooklyn Nets, Rudy Owens Kuruks. Um, mm-hmm. This is a guy, I, I, I love the uh, positional versatility here. Again, he does a little bit of everything. He scores the ball, rebounds the ball well for the, for, for a small forward. Mm. And then um, lastly. Yeah, uh, here's hoping that he uh, his legal troubles yes. are uh, uh, be, behind, be him. behind him. Yeah. 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 And then uh, lastly, Ben, in round 13, um, there could be only one person uh, that uh, I man. draft, and again, straight from the heart. 
Yeah, it's straight from the heart. And um, this was someone who I had been thinking about all summer and whose YouTube videos I have been watching all summer. And whether I drafted him or not, I was going to be watching video on Markel Fultz, the point guard for the Orlando Magic. And that's who I decided to select in round 13. I don't know how much, you know, like, uh, again, a perfect marriage between Molly and her players here, because with Markel, the first thing we're going to say is Markel, look, if you're injured, just go on the IR. That's no mm-hmm. issue. Like mm-hmm. we want to nurse you back to health. We want to nurse you. We want to we want to resurrect that confidence. We want you feeling good about your game and the way you play. And um, I, you know, in the preseason, I've seen some really encouraging signs. He's you know playing 20, 25 minutes a night. The other night, he had something like 12, 14 points and five, six assists and four or five rebounds in in like twenty minutes. So. I'm hoping that maybe in Orlando, Markel kind of regains some of his, uh, you know, his, his form that he, that made him a number one overall pick coming out of Washington. And um, I, I was just obsessed with watching his his college game tape, uh, his his draft game tape um, when he entered the draft. And I'm just, I'm still, I, I still find his like potential so tantalizing. So fingers crossed and I hope it works out for the guy and I'm pulling for him. So if I'm pulling for him on a personal level, why can't I, you know, I'm, I'm, he, he can have, be, have the last uh, last spot on the bench on, on this Molly squad. Chris, uh, as it is written in Romans 8.25, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Ben. Thank you yeah. for sharing that, that. Yeah. 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 I feel like that really uh, that really applies to your to your uh, unsinkable squad there. Well, that's the unsinkable Molly Brown. Ben, let's now quickly talk about your team. Wow. Um, my goodness. The fabulous Funderburks. Uh, yes, the fa- the Lawrence Funderburk and the fabulous Funderburks. Yep. Um, uh, we we came in with uh, with m- much like unsinkable Molly Brown with a a pretty um, pretty solid keeper that mm. would be Nikola Jokic, oh, wow. um, who has been on my roster since two thousand and fifteen, I believe, or maybe sixteen. Um, uh, so then I got the uh, the tenth overall pick in our fourteen team draft. Um, not a great spot, as anyone who plays fantasy basketball um, knows. Um, so I um, I was pretty torn here. I was really really hoping that uh, Dame Lillard would fall to me at that spot, but he got taken just right before me at nine. So I went with uh, Kyrie Irving, mm. um, a a player I do have sort of a... Um, Complicated relationship a tr- with. Yeah. And you know what? I have a tradition, Chris, That's of right. drafting players in the first round that I don't necessarily love. Um, Was last year's... Uh, Steph Curry. That's right. Steph Curry. Not as, not as complicated. Steph Curry was actually a no-brainer uh, when he fell to me. That was like, um, you know, a, a sort of a slam dunk. I had to... I got him at pick 11 last year, which is uh, completely Crazy. insane. Yeah. Um, but, ex- but explain, explain like what, uh, what took coming round to with Steph Curry and how can that, how can we say that might also apply to the Kyrie story here? What, well, if, what about it took um, a little work for you to wrap your arms around Steph Curry? 
Um, well, I just had never been a big fan yeah. uh, of, of Steph. Because uh, like, he cause played he, on the Warriors. Yeah. And they were like the national team that was winning all the time. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And guy? he was just annoying. And he just sure. like shot his little, you know, 40 foot three pointers right. and then ran around chewing on his mouth guard. And uh, we've been over this in the past. Um, it so turns now, out when he's on your when he's on your fantasy basketball team, it's actually really, really easy to fall in love with this yes. guy. Um, yes. Turns out very, very good at basketball. Um, well, now here we are again. Ben, where you are drafting another player who yeah. you have you've you're on record with not always seeing eye to eye with this guy. Yep. Sometimes if we want to do a a, a quick China update, which uh, <laughs> will be yeah. a recurring segment. Um, Kyrie recently came out with a completely fucking incomprehensible statement about the China and Hong Kong situation. I urge everyone to um, to to uh, look that up if you haven't uh, read it or heard it. Um, and if you can make any sense of it whatsoever, please, please email us um, on the line at gmail.com. Is that right? right? Do we have an email yeah. address? On yeah. the line pod um, at gmail.com. Yeah, I needed some help with that one. So if anyone uh, could decipher uh, Kyrie's thoughts on China, let us know. Um, but you know what? He's a great player on the court. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty hard to deny that. If he can stay healthy, I'm, I'm happy with him at 10. Um uh, love the uh, well, love the, the, the nice thing about Kyrie. I'm sure you've already considered this and factored it, factored it into your draft stock for him. Was you know like this is r- largely going to be his squad. I mean, with Durant on the sidelines for this year, I'm sure he's going to be getting the lion's share of of the workload, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's the hope. And you know, again, yeah. it's all it all it's, it's going to come down to durability and um, and health w- with him. Um, but, uh, you know, I figured it was worth the gamble. Um, so then in round two, which is actually round three with our keeper round, Mm -hmm. I went with DeAndre Ayton, who, uh, you know, he's a young up and comer. He's a little, you know, a little unproven. I'm definitely, um, betting on some, some development with him, some, some progression in his, uh, in his stat set. Um, I was actually really, uh, hoping for LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, with that pick, um, but I think he went, uh, he went like a little bit, wait, did he go? No, sorry. Wait, who was I looking? Oh no. You know who I was looking for right there was, uh, was Vucevic, but he went right before mm. me. Um, would have loved the Vooch, but, sure. um, sadly, yeah, slipped through my fingers, but, uh, yeah, pretty excited about Aiton. Um, can't wait to see him average, uh, 0.8 blocks per game from the center position. <laughs> that'll be really, f- that'll be really fun. Very, um, very rewarding for you, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, moving on to round four, I uh, I snagged Otto Porter Jr., um, who also, um, much like your um, your Drag- Dragic pick, um, yeah. you know, a guy who was banged up last season, um, but who, when he can stay on the court, uh, is just really solid, really dependable, all around game. Um, so you know, figured I should just get someone kind of steady and boring there. Um, after my, my first two picks. Um, and then moving on from that, I got Bam out of bio who I, uh, definitely had my eyes on. I don't think he was, he wasn't all OTL, but he was like on, he was like on the, uh, the honorable mentions or something. Cause, um, oh, yeah. we, we love Bam. Oh, we love Bam. Um, yep. Really, really excited about Expecting him. big uh, things from Bam this year. Yeah, running the front court. Absolutely. Um, Bam so, unleashed. I mean, sky's yeah. the limit with that guy. So now at this point, um, I was, uh, I was, you know, obviously I was eyeing your uh, selections as as this draft went along. 
Um, and, uh, and, you know, hey, let's be honest, Chris, you were my opponent in our, uh, in our league, in our finals last yeah. year. I want to keep tabs on, uh, on what my competitors, on what my, sure, 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 yeah, sure. I'm looking to defend my crown for a, uh, a, a win a third, uh, championship in a row here. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw you go with four straight centers, uh, I realized I was going to need a little bit of, you know, I was going to need some, some weight, some, sure. Uh, some, some lumber to uh, to pack uh, if I'm going to go into this dogfight uh, potentially with with you again in the in these uh, upcoming playoffs. You know, uh, God willing, I can get there. So uh, with my next pick, I went with Al Horford, um, who is also very old and very boring. Mm. Um, but you know what? I got him at at pick eighty, and Al Horford um, last 80. last season. Uh, and again, this is these are completely weird uh rankings because of our 11 category league um uh that has like all sorts of um you know different uh different categories than than your standard league um but i believe al horford finished uh last season uh ranked uh let's see here 19 19 overall al horford last year um obviously you know he's in a new he's on a new team he's probably gonna get some some rest here and there uh, but shit, I figured if he can get anywhere close to last year's value, that's a steal at pick 80. Yeah. Uh, so I was pretty psyched about that, um, which was, uh, then my fourth center. Um, and then, uh, following up Al Horford, uh, again, this was sort of the point in the draft where, um, I just kind of, I went with my gut. I went with my heart. Uh, you know, my, my strategy was sort of, uh, had been, you know, crumbled up and thrown in the garbage. So with, uh, with my next pick in round seven, I went with all OTL member, Jonathan Isaac, uh, extremely, extremely excited to welcome Jonathan back. Oh man. Yes. Um, you know, I don't even think he's gonna. He'll probably finish outside the top one hundred like he did last doesn't year. Matter. I don't really care. Dude, it I don't really matter. care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, he's mine, we and just, I get to watch again, him. It's just you just got to get your guys. Who cares yep. where they finish? <laughs> like you have the preacher on your team. You know, yeah, like, I got the preacher. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. You know what's uh, gonna be awesome when he doesn't f- when he finishes outside the top one hundred and you're still back in the playoffs and it like oh you know what I mean like you're gonna be like it doesn't even matter or like yeah you know uh, I, I, I last know. year he lent an intangible quality to exactly. my team um exactly. that w- went so far above and beyond, beyond the stats. you know the yeah. stats that that he actually uh you know generated for, for my uh for my roster yep. yeah so um couldn't be more excited about about uh bringing back johnny and then uh oh and then with our next pick oh another boy. another uh ha- you know all all hair uh team now uh yeah, go ahead. Yes? No? No, I was just going to say, now, Ben, this is a guy, this is a guy here that we didn't yeah. get the opportunity to even talk about last year. We were right. We were chomping at the bit, salivating yeah. to talk yeah. about this guy, and we were robbed. He got injured last year, and of course, we were talking about San Antonio point guard, DeJanta DeJante. Yeah. Oh, baby. I was, I was ready to I was, draft oof. the shit out of this guy last mm. season. And then he got injured he, towards ACL in the preseason and he was out for the year. So I had to wait an entire 
goddamn year. Um, did but you, you know see, what? I wasn't um, going to miss my opportunity. Did you see he just signed an extension a couple hours ago, right before? Uh, right before. Oh, did he? he? Yep, yep, yep. I did yep. not. I did not even realize. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, Spurs, how could he not? The Spurs locked him up, I think, for four years or five years. So, uh, love Dejounte. He's know. basically like Dejounte has he's, a, a home, a place with these Spurs, and yeah. Yeah, and and with the Thunderbirds organization, um, he was on my my championship team from two years ago. Um, I've always loved this guy. Uh, he's basically like a small Jonathan Isaac. Um, sure. You know, again, I don't know oh, what he's God. gonna do. He might have. Oh, he might. He might average like ten points a game and four assists. Um, the but, first uh, day of minicamp, when you're a Thunderbird, you you come in. And you're just given a playbook, you're given a manual, and you and 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 ever and you open up the first page, and it's, there's just a photo of Jonathan Isaac, the preacher, and everyone's job is to basically just be a version of Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, have incredible, try to be, have incredible try, hair, block shots, play. Try to be defense. as much like Jonathan as you can, given the you know physical tools at your disposal. Right. Um, you know, if you need to change your haircut, that's great. If right. you need to change your religion, fantastic. Do um, it. Whatever. Yeah, whatever you need to do to to use Jonathan as a role model. Um, so yeah, Dejounte is definitely uh, cut from that cloth, if you will. Um, and then moving on, I, I uh, snagged uh, Tomas mm. Sadoransky, who I know, I know uh, you must well. you must have had your eye on. Um, had, yeah. what, what a ride we had last year! I know, I, I know. Drafted, I felt uh, I felt a little bad taking him from you. Oh, it's all good, John. I I drafted John Wall last year, who ruptured his Achilles tendon, and Toma, Tomas Sadoransky came in and saved my season. Um, the guy is just you know does a little bit of everything. Ben, you're gonna love this guy. He's one of those. Classic five, five, and fives. You know, give me, give me six, seven, and four, and that is Tomas Sadoransky. Well, you say those numbers, Chris, mm. and you're absolutely right. But the thing about Tomas is that, much like a Derek White, he doesn't really do anything bad. Oh, so, even uh, going, looking back on, on again, last year's, uh, you know, end of the end of the year total value rankings, Sadoransky uh, finished at number thirty nine. 39. Incredible. Um, so I was pretty pretty happy to get him at pick 117. Um, and then uh, moving on, another major bounce back candidate for me, uh, who is also very much a, a Thunderbird um, uh, oh. through and through. This is such, a, that nice, is, this is such a nice story. This is oh, such a nice story, Larry. I'm glad, I'm glad you made this happen. Go ahead. Who is it? Yep. So this guy was on my roster for pretty much all of last season. I actually pulled some strings to trade for him uh, very early on uh, last season, and then I just had to sit and and nurse him uh, and and sit by his bedside and uh, and and talk to him and encourage him to get back out there through through all of his injuries. And that is Gary Harris, shooting guard for the Denver Nuggets. How nice is that? Um, but I'm really, really, uh, it comes uh, full circle. You and Gary are back together. It's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Hoping, hoping for real big things, uh, <clears throat> uh, for, for Gary this year. Uh, and then again, uh, uh, keep in mind now, these are guys who get steals. These are guys mm. who like to get their hands on the basketball. Yep. Much like Jonathan. Roll much up like the shirt Yep. Um, so then we move on to who I like to call older Gary Harris, and that is Danny <laughs> Green, um, who, you know, he's old and boring. Uh, he was on the waiver wire most of last season, but, um, I think he's going to have a big role with the Lakers since they don't really have anyone else who can play on the perimeter. Love to talk about his hair as well. I mean, that great. 
great hair. <laughs> that hair, I mean, that extends all the way up to the rafters. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah. A, it's a tremendous head of hair. Loves to shoot the three ball. Loves to play defense. I think he's going to be a great fit on this Larry squad. You know, he likes to get some steals. He likes to get some blocks. Uh, he likes to shoot a high percentage of, a, of the three-point ball. And then um, while we're on the topic of steals, can we talk about round 12 here for you, Larry? Yeah, so moving on now, this is round 12 and 13 to round things out. Now, you might uh, notice a trend with my team. I like guys that play the defense. And uh, and this guy, you know, I could have saved him for a last round flyer. I was, I mean, I'm, I'm, he was probably pretty safe to pick in round 13, but I was just too excited. I couldn't nope. wait that long. Yep. So, I, so I jumped the gun in round 12. When I saw his name get called off the board, I didn't even have to look at who selected I mean, there could, there could be only one. Yeah. Uh, Matisse Thibel, Philadelphia 76er, and now a fabulous Thunderbird. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't care if he plays 10 minutes a game. He'll be on I don't that care if he squad plays... all year, folks. He'll, he'll never hit the waiver wire. You, I, nope. I can promise you that. This is a guy Larry will nurse through sickness and health. Uh, he is just, he is a born Larry Funderburk, if there's ever been one. Matisse, if you need, Thibel, to, remember if you need the to hit the IR, yep. no problem. If yep. the IR is already taken, no problem. Right. Uh, just take your time, Matisse. Um, yeah, he's basically a, a little Jonathan Isaac playing the shooting guard <laughs> position. Um, so and uh, and his name is Matisse, and he plays for now my hometown, Philadelphia Seventy mm. Sixers. So fun! I mean, it's so fun I just... having a it's so fun having a guy on your squad that lives in the same city as you, Larry, isn't it? I have I mean, one. We're, I have we're one fellow... with, with Mitchell Robinson, and you have one here with Matisse Thibel. Just yeah. just knowing that you could bump into each other at the same coffee shop it's it's a nice thing. It's a nice yeah. thing, you know. Absolutely possible. Uh, as as uh, some of you listeners may remember, last season um, I was at a restaurant once, That's right. and uh, and Tobias Harris and Bo- Boban uh, walked in. That's so, right. hey, uh, anything can happen in this uh, in the city of uh, brotherly love. And then, in case I didn't have enough uh, long armed, defensive minded, uh, not very uh, offensively gifted players on my team, I uh, I finished up my draft in round thirteen with Mikhail Bridges. Mm. Um, who again? I don't. You know, he's he's like not going to get touches. There's a lot of players on that on that Phoenix team with Dario and and Kelly Oubre and you know Booker and Ricky Rubio and and uh, DeAndre Ayton. You know, he's going to get like th- four shots a game, but I don't care if he gets me a couple steals, uh, maybe maybe some out of position blocks. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, uh, pretty pretty excited about him. Love it, man. Quick break for a word from our sponsor, Helix Sleep. There's nobody on the planet like you, so why would you buy a generic mattress built for everyone else? Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, like a plush or firm bed with Helix Sleep, there's no more confusion and no more compromising. Helix Sleep was even awarded the number one best overall mattress in 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com slash on the line, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix mattresses also have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, 
but trust me, you will. Helix is now offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash on the line. That's helixsleep.com slash on the line for up to $200 off your next mattress order. Do it, Helix Sleep. Okay, back to the show. Can we quickly talk um, about the two opening night games tonight on TNT? We have the Pelicans playing the Raptors, and then we have the Clippers and the Lakers squaring off in Los Angeles. Uh, You're talking about actual basketball, Actual Chris. basketball. Regular season. We're not talking China. We're not talking these, drafts. We're not talking These games will count in the standings. This is actual basketball that will be played. So let's yeah. begin with the Raptors. The Raptors will, of course, begin their title defense. The defending NBA champs, the Toronto Raptors, will begin their title defense against the New Orleans Pelicans, who ring, are... Ring ceremony yep. uh, pre, pre-game, correct? Yep, yep. I, I would imagine so. I would imagine yeah. so. Isn't that usually when it happens on opening night? And then yeah. uh, they'll be playing the New Orleans Pelicans, who, of course, just uh, yesterday lost Zion mm. Williamson, uh, we learned, to God. a torn meniscus. He'll be out, what was the Fucking report? Crushing. Six to eight weeks? Six to eight weeks, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, first first reported by like some dude on like a Pelicans message board, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I remember hearing about it on like a podcast, but it was like totally unconfirmed. Um, before before like Woj even tweeted that it was like you know a serious injury had been ruled out, quote unquote. Um, but there was like whispering and, and kind of rumblings on on the uh, on online about yeah, I think it those whisper, possibly being a meniscus. Those whispers were getting louder and louder. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not totally surprised, but it sucks. Obviously, it sucks so hard. Yeah, the Pelicans uh, obviously are are kind of moving on at this point, in, this chapter in their uh, time in New Orleans without. Anthony I mean, we Davis. needed they, we needed Zion. Yeah, they to, just they to distract just, us from China. Of course, uh, you know it's really really a, a huge loss. The the Pelicans obviously were also were trying to put uh, last year in the rear view. Uh, you know, also you know they had mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. The whole saga with Anthony Davis, he was traded to the Los Angeles Lakers, and I think you know there's been a lot of hope about the Pelicans. Um, they they bring all the uh, the baby Lakers in. So you know between Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart and Lonzo Ball, they add. Uh, Derek Favors to play alongside Drew Holiday. I mean, it's it's a very exciting team. J.J. Redick, of course. We know about <laughs> Jackson Hayes and Nikhil mm. Alexander-Walker and Jaleel Okafor and all these guys. So um, I actually think the Pelicans will be okay. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I know there are a lot of high hopes for Zion, but I think, you know... There's a lot of there's a lot of veteran talent on this team. A lot of young veteran talent between Holiday and um, you know uh, Redick and uh, Derek Favors. I think these guys are gonna you know stay afloat, and I think um, they're they're gonna be okay until Zion comes back. That's that that's my two cents. Yeah, they'll be okay. I don't I don't know if ESPN and TNT's uh, ratings are gonna be okay, no. but um, you know hey. Uh, this is this is the the world we live in, right? And what can we say about the Raptors, real quick? Um, you know, obviously they lose Kawhi Leonard. We t- we we talk about Anthony Davis going to Los Angeles to play with the Lakers. Um, the the Toronto Raptors, the defending champs, are trying to figure out life after Kawhi Leonard too. So Kawhi left in the off season, of course, to play with the Los Angeles Clippers. And you know, I I think something that maybe gets lost on people is. 
you know, the Raptors are accustomed to playing. This Raptors squad is really accustomed to playing without Kawhi. I mean, they did it yeah. a lot last year. It turns year. out and they were good. They were really good without Kawhi. And yeah. everyone's just like, oh, they don't have Kawhi. Right. They're a fourth or fifth seed. Right. Not, and they won, yeah. they won it like a 50 win or 55 win pace, I believe, last year without Kawhi. Right. Is that right? I believe so. I, I mean, something so. like that. It's, yeah, They're like there was, they were like eighteen and no, he he missed twenty games, and they were like, I should probably look this up before spouting off. But it was like a, a decent, a very very decent win percentage without him. Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam. Now we get to unleash OG Ananobi, who's everyone's mm. excited about that. We have Serge Ibaka, Evan, Ben. Our son, our child. Freddie. I know. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he didn't end up on one of our teams. I, know, I really am. I know. Freddie really Dambleets. Of course, we get Marcus Sol back in the mix. Stanley Johnson now plays for the Raptors. Rondé mm. Hollis Jefferson, Norm Powell. Um, I think they just cut Patrick McCaw. I don't think Pat McCaw still plays with the Raptors. But That's point sad. being is, this is a deep. This is a deep team. Um, Real deep squad. Norm, Norm Powell, you guys might remember from our, our NBA season preview podcast, we talked at length about mm. Norman Powell. Yep. Um, and the fact that he was on the Raptors. So That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. So uh, there's there's a lot of young talent here. And the Raptors, of course, are this like thankless, unders, you know, like underappreciated team. And mm-hmm. I think it just... This is perfect. This is perfect for for the King Dork. This is perfect for for Coach Nurse, <laughs> um, and I expect the Raptors to be really formidable in the East. I think the uh, the Pelicans are going to have their hands full here on Tuesday night. There's going to be a ton of enthusiasm in that in that arena up there in Toronto. So. Um, should be a heck of a game, Zion. If you're listening, we know you are listening. We wish you. All the best Oof, in your yeah, rehab rest up Zion. and recovery. Please, please get better. Catch up on some old uh, episodes. You, you can listen to a draft. You can listen to a deep, maybe listen to the Sabonis deep dive. There's three parts. Mm-hmm. Just point being is take it easy on yourself and uh, get healthy. We can't wait to see you back on the court. Yeah, take it easy, Zion. You can definitely, if you play uh, these episodes at like 1.5 speed, sure. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to keep, uh, I mean, catch up in time for uh, OTL 100, which That's is right. fast approaching. <laughs> right around the corner here ben uh yeah. ben before i let you go let's let's quickly preview here the clippers and the lakers right uh how do you see this one shaking out who are you excited to watch obviously on the clippers we have Kawhi leonard we're waiting on paul george who's recovering from Kawhi, a... who who won't be getting his ring because mm-hmm. he'll be playing in a, in a basketball game that's right that's yeah. right when, how does he get that thing does it get mailed th- to him no Do we i know? think i think it's like the, when the clippers visit toronto they'll especially because he was you know this Premier. Are they going to do like a whole thing, a whole yeah, ceremony? Yeah, they'll do think? a whole yeah. thing where they get mm. pay him a video tribute. And that's good. That's yeah, that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, he deserves yeah. it. Uh, we're waiting on Paul George to come back to the court. I believe he had rotator cuff surgery in the off season. Um, mm. The Clippers, man, how fun are the Clippers? Lou Williams, sweet Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, Patrick Beverly, Ivaka Subach, Landry Shamich, Michael Green, Mo Harkless, Rodney Magruder, Jerome Robinson. Uh, I mean, we we can go on and on with these names. Mm. Uh, the the Clips, man, Pat Beverly. The Clips are so freaking exciting. I can't I can't wait for this team to uh, hit the hardwood and square off against. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, 
and Dwight Howard, those Lakers from Los Angeles, Ben. Uh, it is going to be a, uh, a an incredible, you know, an incredible year. A battle for the city, a battle for the city of Los Angeles between between the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, I was just going to say when uh, when when Rage Against the Machine released yep. their 1999 album Battle, battle of Los battle Angeles. Of Los Angeles, yeah. They were uh, I don't know how they they were able to to foresee um, you know 20 years into the future. Um, that it that that the album that they made was was about the Clippers and the Lakers uh, fighting for basketball supremacy in 2019. Absolutely like incredible. You know, yep. both of them. Various people have picked uh, to to win the title. The Lakers, I wasn't the so Lakers. high on, but they had a they had a pretty pretty goddamn solid uh, preseason there. A lot of people are saying Jared Dudley, how big they are. Yep, yep, uh, yep I yep. mean, we got we got Dwight Howard, um, Troy Daniels, coming. KCP, Rondo, JaVale McGee, Avery yeah. Bradley, Danny Green, Quinn Cook, Alex Caruso, the Goat, Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo's younger brother Kostas. I I, I mm. think he's maybe on the G League team, or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if they gave him one of those flex contracts. Uh, and then, of course, the big three: Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a match here, Ben. How do you see? Uh, are, are you favoring one team or another? Um, do we have like a betting line? Do we? Any, is there yes. any, any way to get? Let let's me get some betting lines pull here. Pull it up for you real quick. This uh, used to be a thing that we did on OTL. It is. Uh, we'll about, bring it back. Yeah. About two years ago. That's uh, right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Let's get some. I love the bets. I love the action. Big time degenerate gambler. Isn't so it great? just hit me with some lines, Chris. Isn't it great? Okay, Ben. So here we go. Um, mm. The Los Angeles Lakers are are favored uh, to win. The spread is negative two point five. Mm. And the uh, it's it's a one minus one fifty money line, meaning you have to bet one hundred and fifty dollars on the Lakers, and if you're correct, you'll get a whole hundred bucks for your for your winnings. Um, mm. So, and if I bet one hundred and fifty on the Clippers, I get more than one hundred fifty. Is that that's right? That's right. So basically, if you if you bet a hundred if you bet a hundred bucks on the Clippers to win and they win, you'll get your hundred bucks back, and then on top of that, you'll get one hundred and thirty dollars. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a little tricky. <laughs> um, le- yeah, I I like uh, I think I like the Clippers here. Chris. Yeah, me too. I, me too. You know. It's like why not? It's to me, it's kind of a toss up, and you know, I guess the, the the Lakers are favored because George isn't playing. I think normally the Clippers would probably be favored, but yeah. like, who you know, whatever. Like the Lakers have two good players, and uh, their preseason was like really impressive against like a completely like you know the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. not playing Steph Curry. And who else did they beat? Like, not anyone that good, right? That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before I let you go, Ben, why don't you guess the why don't you guess the line? Guess the line Ooh. here on the Ooh, Pelicans. An old guess the line. A little guess the lines, Ben. A little game we like to call guess the lines. That's right. Uh, guess the line here for Pelicans Raptors. So what I want you to tell me is who is favored and by how many points are they favored to win by? Uh, I'm going to say that the Toronto Raptors are favored. Okay. Tell me again where this game is being played. This game is being played in Toronto. Oh, oh. Well, then in that case, I'll say I'll say Raps by hmm, by eight and a half. 
Very nice. It's Raptors by seven points. Raptors are okay. so it's minus seven. Raptors are okay. minus seven favorite. And well, I'll take the over on that, whatever that means. Great. <laughs> great, great. Ben, the NBA season is back. This is this is the best, man. We have oh waited God. all summer long. Fuck yes. But uh goddamn, it's great to be back. It's great to be talking basketball. Excited mm. to dive back into NBA action here with you. Uh yeah. have a great night. Enjoy the games. And uh, enjoy the fantasy basketball season. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Enjoy it, man. Let's fucking do this, baby. All right. All right. Talk to you in a bit. A pleasure as always, my friend. All right. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at onthelinein underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Uh, check out a deep dive, a draft. All that stuff's up there. Rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy the fall weather. Happy opening night. It's the NBA season. We've waited all summer, and here it is. Enjoy it, and I'll talk to you guys next week.